Okay. Strong Calm Podcast. Aaron Dunn here. Thank you for listening to this episode. This is a drive episode. D-R-I-V-E. It's a five principles for success in work and life that I've created and meditated upon over the past few years. That's dedication, relationship, integrity, volition, and enthusiasm. So this is a solo episode. There's no conversation, strong calm conversation today. I'm trying to alternate the episodes. uh, So in between having a conversation, we dive into these principles um, for work and life and discover how we can apply them um, to our own uh, relationships uh, with our work and friends and family and acquaintances um, and so on. So the last two episodes, dedication, relationship, I think they went pretty well. And so today is going to be about integrity. And over the course of these, kind of sharing my personal thoughts and sharing some stories of how I've seen these become evident in life, how they materialize in my personal life or the lives of others. And also try to do a little bit of research as well to provide you something that's a little interesting, maybe a a third party take. Also, we're talking about the katana. It's like a katana mindset. This is a, this is the, these are the ingredients of a strong mindset. And at the top of the year, I decided to kind of meld that uh, with an image, a symbol of sorts. And the katana came to mind for some reason. I did research on it and the, the forging process of the katana sword has a lot to do with these five principles. So I'm going to talk about how integrity um, is wrapped up in that as well. So uh, dedication and relationships was definitely in there. And now integrity is going to be in there today. So, uh, but first I want to just talk about integrity and we'll just get some definitions out of the way because out of all of the principles of drive, integrity is the hardest one to pin down because it is a philosophical uh, concept. It's, it's a, it's, it's a pretty deep subject and not something that's really talked about at the lunch table, you know, at work or uh, when, when you're at dinner with your wife, like, Hey, let's, let's talk about integrity. You know, it's just not something that's in the common lexicon. And so it's always good to go back to a definition to have a better understanding of what we're talking about. So let's do that real quick. If you do a Google, what is integrity? Integrity is a noun that stands for, that means the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles, moral uprightness. And then Wikipedia or another little definition. Integrity is the practice of being honest and showing a consistent and uncompromising adherence to strong moral and ethical principles and values. In ethics, integrity is regarded as the honesty and truthfulness or accuracy of one's actions. So honesty, truthfulness, accuracy, sincerity, honor, righteousness, morality, virtue. All these words are, are, are bound up and packaged within this word of 
integrity. And I think people get it on a on a fundamental level. It's pretty easy to understand. It's definitely easy to call out and and it's easy to see the bad example or the inverse of integrity, but to really practice it in everyday life, it can be a challenge because we don't think of it in in those ways. Honesty, definitely people value being honest and can tell dishonesty. But I suppose with all these other you know elements uh, within it, this honorableness, um, uprightness, fairness, all these things bound up in integrity itself, it makes it hard um, to really pin down what integrity is because it is the sum of all of these things, which is why it's really important to to focus on it and understand, hey, there's there's a lot to unpack here, which gives us you know a lot of room to to uh, have some episodes throughout the course of this year uh, for integrity. So just wanted to put the definition point on there. So being honest, having strong principles and moral uprightness. Um, one of the words, one of the synonyms here that's listed is uh, sincerity. And I do want to just put, you know, I, I, I had this quote come to mind um, after the conversation that I had with my friend Ken Reed. Um, coincidentally, he has a blog called honestchristian.org, um, which, you know, it should be it should go without saying that the Christian is honest. But, you know, we've all probably have stories that unfortunately know that that is that, that made it so that that's not always the case uh, because we're just flawed human beings. But we're always um, uh, hopefully working toward the honesty anyway. So he talked a lot about being honest and having sincere um, doing and having sincerity. And I really enjoyed that conversation because it colored in some of these lines that integrity draws for us and um, what in what he was talking about. And he said, he said, play the game, do it all, but do it with sincerity. The context of that is we were talking about, you know, what what our actions are about, like if we're if we're working hard, if we're building something, if we're working towards something. And he talked about how, yeah, play the game, do it all. Learn, learn how to execute properly if it's good marketing or what have you. But remember, we're talking in context with the with church marketing, you know, do all those things, but do it with sincerity, not just for your own kind of personal intention and what have you. The Strong Calm podcast, you know, I, I market it, try to get it out to people, but I'm also keeping in mind that I'm trying to do it in a way that is, you know, fueled with integrity, with honesty. It's not just about bigging Aaron up. It's about bigging these principles up, bringing people together to have greater um, communication and uh, com- uh, community building skills. I want to make it about that. But um, and then as I as I meditated on this word of sincerity, I found myself thinking this: sincerity is the crawl to authenticity. Authenticity's walk. Sincerity is the crawl toward authenticity's walk. Sorry, my I, this is. 8.30 in the morning on a Saturday. I need a little bit of water. But um, 
So sincerity is the crawl toward authentic, authenticity's walk. And um, I, I say that because, you know, you have to have a sincere interest. You have to have this this actual ember burning with inside you if you're ever going to be um, viewed as authentic. Otherwise, people will sniff out the fact that you're just trying to get something out of the other person. And I think the person of integrity is somebody who takes into consideration the greater whole that's that's happening. It's it's a it's really a service based principle. It is a others focused principle because the person without integrity will try to um, turn the tables on you, will try to dupe you and steal from you in, in a way by not sharing information that they know um, just for their own personal benefit. So I think you actually have to have a sincere, you have to have a sincere desire to help other people before you can actually walk in this authentic, this authentic way, this, uh, this right minded, upstanding, honorable way. Um, I say in the, in the caption that two are very similar, but I think authenticity is more action oriented and has more to do with outside perception. Whereas sincerity is an essential first move. So before you can really do, you can really walk in your belief and walk in the, the fullness of what you, the fullness of, of what you want to provide, you really have to have a, you have to have a sincere interest in it. Otherwise it's always going to be a transaction, if you will. It's always going to be some sort of uh, game, um, a zero sum game to where you have to be the winner and somebody has to be a loser other than somebody getting the, uh, correct thing or, or what have you. And I, I'm putting, I'm, I'm edging on, um, the thought of sales here because I come from a sales background and I'm in sales now. And when I developed these five principles, I was in car sales and in car sales, integrity is not a principle that you come across very often, which is the exact reason why I put it in my my bag, you know, if you will. Um, I wanted to, because this started as a brand promise to people that I was uh, helping to buy a car. I wanted to promise them that I was going to be dedicated. I was going to build a relationship and honor that relationship and have integrity throughout the entire time in sales. Of course you're motivated and you're compensated to get somebody to buy your product over somebody else's product or service. And you know, in sales, if you're a professional, you are learning the profession itself and you're learning about the competition and you're learning about the entire market, like what's happening out there and what's available to the end consumer. The person with integrity knows all of that. And instead of or the person without integrity knows all of it 
and only presents a certain amount of information. Whereas the person with integrity would provide more information, provide a greater understanding of the market itself and still be able to transfer the value of the product, good service that the that the salesperson represents in such a way that it would motivate the person that they're selling to conduct business uh, with that person. I think I have the right scenarios there. Hopefully I explained that. Uh, correctly, but I think you, I hope you get what I'm saying is integrity comes into play when the honesty of that type of exchange happens where, Hey, I know that this is, you know, I'm option a there's option B and option C and option D out there. Here's why you should go with option a compared to B, C and D rather than, hey, I'm option A, here's option B, this is all you got, it's obvious, you know? So the person in a sales context, integrity is extremely important and extremely powerful. Somebody who's selling something that does not share that type of information and that type of service is the person that is actually a weaker salesperson because the, the, the weaker salesperson's relying on the lack of options rather than the best solution for that problem to um, motivate the person to make a transaction with that person. And, you know, I am in sales, so that's why it's, you know, fresh on the mind, these type of examples. But regardless of you know, your industry, whatever you do, um, you are a salesperson. So I'm going to just put this in a, you know, uh, just put that out there for you that you are a salesperson in some way. You're always trying to sell something to somebody. If it's, you know, where you're going to go eat, if it's, you know, selling yourself on whether or not you should dive into the side project that you're considering, um, you're, and, and at that point that you do decide, which you should, uh, to at least try it, you're going to have to put together the package that communicates the value to that person, uh, to those, to your future market, you know, your, your target market in such a way that they feel motivated to go with you. So you become a salesperson in such a way, um, you know, providing this strong, calm information, um, building this, um, thing. It is all for free. I do this on the weekends for fun, but it's still, I have a responsibility to sell it in a way, quote, quote, sell it in a way, um, because I'm competing for your attention with other things. So if you're listening this far, I really appreciate you listening. Just kind of went on a tangent there, um, to, to motivate you to become a salesperson, I guess. But, um, I, that, that's just kind of my background and where I come from and why, um, I believe that it, you know, it, it is, or it can be a relevant example for anybody, but it's important to fuel your sales, to, to fuel your communication when you're communicating the value that you're able to bring to the world with integrity so that you are impenetrable because integrity is really, I mean, it's, it's, it's poetic in that within the acronym, it's a five letter acronym. 
I, integrity, D-R-I-V-E, I is right in the center of drive because it is the core, the absolute, the unchanging part that uh, of of the principles. It is the thing that must maintain um, its. Uh, it, it has to. It has to sustain. Um, otherwise, everything else would fall apart. You wouldn't even have a word at that point if you didn't have the I in there. So, um, integrity is the steadfastness and the 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 the, the most important, possibly the most important principle. If you're thinking long term, because you know dedication. We talk about dedication in that you know it, it's it's setting yourself up for the marathon, uh, building relationships because you can't do everything on your own. You can only get so far. Um, volition is really about the intentional will, which is really, really fun. Uh, it's, you know, kind of the raw, raw piece, kind of the, um, the, the, the piece that really makes all the difference because it is the making part of, uh, drive and then enthusiasm, you know, having that, um, having that, spirit about you that would be contagious to draw others in. Um, integrity is the one that is the one piece of this puzzle that um, is necessary to really communicate, to really transfer the value of values themselves. Um, because that's what it's all about. It's about having the strong moral principles and the moral uprightness to to communicate that and to promise that to others that you are going to be the same person today as you are, as you were yesterday and you will be tomorrow. One story about integrity that, that I can say, um, you know, and this isn't just, this is my personal life. So I don't say this just to blow myself up, but it's just, it, it's, it reaffirms it to me, um, that, that being honest, being honorable, being upstanding, and just being a good person will take you far, uh, or at least open up the right opportunities. Um, you know, in Tyler, I'm in Tyler. So if you're listening to this in another place, uh, this is a uh, the largest city in East Texas, hundred thousand plus uh, people in the city, and then there's about two hundred thousand um, uh, population within like a ten mile radius or so, because there's a lot of small towns. And, you know, in in pretty quick order, if you were to visit Tyler, if you were to move to Tyler in the next couple of years or something like that, you start to meet and have relations with a lot of the same people because, you know, that you just start seeing each other a lot more. Tyler is a highly populated small town in a lot of ways. There's not a lot of you know, there's not a lot of variety in places you go. So you kind of frequent the same restaurants or areas and what have you. So you, you, you meet people and then you see them quite often. So making integrity absolutely crucial because if you are not honest, if you're not upright, if you don't have good moral standing, people will know. And that message will spread and your reputation will um, falter because of it. So it's always important to have, you know, how you are presenting yourself and others in mind because you never know who that other person 
might know. And um, so it's always important to maintain a certain level of honesty and character because you want to have that good reputation, regardless of where you are. You don't have to be in Tyler or what have you, but it's absolutely, you know, it, it makes it that much more um, valuable in a smaller place because word travels faster. And if you are undivided in how you conduct business or your relationships, um, it's it's highly likely that you're going to crash and burn faster uh, than you would in a highly populated area with millions of people. So the story I was going to tell is that, you know, I was I always, you know, focus on community and, you know, I love our East Texas community and I love seeing, you know, entrepreneurs, freelancers, people doing their own thing, you know, and um, one of those people is a barber and, that I've gone to and um, gone to this barber, you know, a few times does a good, good, you know, does a great job. And this particular person, he, um, you know, he's, I've had a relationship with him through a few different jobs. So, you know, I'm, I'm working here and then I'm working there and, and what have you. Well, long story short, you know, I've, I've always had, you know, good relationship with him. And of course, that type of business, it's easy to have a pretty good relationship, especially if they have a good haircut, which he does. And um, so I built relationship with him over the years, not ever thinking that I would ever do business with him just uh, other than other than um, he servicing me and, you know, we having that exchange. But the opportunity came about to where I can do business with him now, which is really, really great. And it's, it's, it's awesome that I have the resources that he needs at this time and the timing just worked out. So I, um, you know, he, he's, he's beefing up his branding and things like that. So I'm able to help him in that context now. And it makes me think that if, you know, in on, along the subject of integrity, if I were to ever, you know, short him money or if I was to ever, you know, just be ugly to people in a shop or not have the same type of character that I do all the time. If, or if he didn't, if, you know, I've found out that he was kind of shady or what have you, it wouldn't, it would discolor the relationship in such a way that it would impact this future opportunity. Um, but thankfully that hasn't happened. It's been a continuation of, Hey, you're a good guy. You know, we see each other in um, in a mutually beneficial way, uh, or we we both respect. We have we both have a, a mutual respect for each other and what we do and how we carry ourselves. And then that mutual respect has um, transferred into a greater trust that will take us to a new place and a new relationship in the future. It's integrity is a little bit about how you do one thing is how you do everything. And if you do one thing with honesty and uprightness and 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 great character, you're likely to do these other things. But there's levels to it, you know. So if I say, hey, I'm going to be here tomorrow and I show up for my haircut tomorrow or, hey, I'm going to you know, do this and that. And the other thing 
I start to establish trust in the small things, but it's not because I only wanted this transaction. It's because that's just the person that I am. It's just because it's the right thing to do, because I understand that integrity is a principle that it says in the Bible, he who walks with integrity walks securely. And if you can walk with that security, you don't have to worry about much. Um, you don't have to look behind your back at, you know, somebody finding you out or, or what have you. He who walks in integrity walks securely. And it's so much freer to work, to walk in that security than to try to take shortcuts to get the short term gain um, at the loss of your at the at the sacrifice while sacrificing your your morals and sacrificing um, and potentially breaking the trust that you could potentially have. So I'm saying that, you know, these stair steps, these, you know, small steps to long term benefits um, is what integrity is all about. It's it's all about, you know, doing the right thing right now because it will eventually pay off um, in the end. So that's about all I've got as far as, you know, just my riffing and thoughts. This is definitely an unedited uh, type of uh, uh, type of episode. For the last five minutes of, the, uh, of this episode, I'm going to share um, uh, a couple things. Um, one from Aristotle, or a book on Aristotle anyway, and one from the, the Katana. So let's do the Katana first because the Aristotle point is, is really where the color comes into integrity. So um, let's see. So Katana. In the forging of a Katana, as we have covered in the past, it's about smelting steel, tamahagane, two types of uh, steel, one with high carbon, one with low carbon. Um, that's where we came into the dedication because if you're going to start this process, you're going to have to commit to the end. Then we went into dissolving carbon and removing impurities. Removing the impurities was talking about, you know, the relationship. So we got to remove those impure uh, things so that we can have the the the, the sword that results in um, the quality of katana. But uh, we're on integrity now, whereas we really get into forging the sword itself. Um, so both types of tabahagane are now exactly where they need to be. The hard steel forms the sword's outer shell and deadly blade, while the tough steel serves as the katana's core. Talking about the core of the drive philosophy. This perfect balance of properties is what make what made the katana the samurai's most durable and prized weapon. It's the durability of everything. So integrity ties it all together in that integrity has elements of dedication, has elements of building those foundational relationships and honoring those relationships, taking the right actions as small, you know, uh, the, the small actions that lead up to those bigger opportunities and enthusiasm being that you know you can you can have joy in that integrity um the one that walks with integrity walks securely it is the core 
of drive. Um, and then the coating of the katana is also kind of within this element. So just prior to firing the sword for a final time, this is like when the sword is actually, it's like, it's, it's black and what have you, you've actually got the metals like right next to each other, but, um, you've got to paint a thick insulating mixture of clay and charcoal powder onto the blades, upper sides and dull black edge. Uh, back edge, leaving the sword's sharp front edge only lightly coated. This serves both to protect the blade and to give its signature wavy design called the Haman, which later polishing will reveal. The swordsmith then places the katana back into the fire to be heated to just below 1500 degrees Fahrenheit, any hotter, and the sword might crack during the next step. I think this is the perfect example of integrity in that it serves to protect the blade. So all these actions that you're taking, the relationships that you're building, the marathon that you're running, it has to be protected in some way. And it, it is protected by your integrity, by how you carry yourself every day. When somebody says, oh, did you hear about this person's uh, he or she's? Uh, did you hear about her crazy idea or Oh, you saw what he did the other day, right? Those type of things. If it's a new venture, what's going to help you? What's going to protect you is your integrity. The how you do one thing is how you do all things. And depending on who that person asks or, or whatever that is, not that you should worry about what other people say, but what I'm saying is the integrity piece is what's going to protect you in that somebody's going to say, yeah, but you know, he's all about his business. Or, you know, she's been working at this for such a long time. She's battle tested. That type of integrity is what you want because it's going to protect you um, uh, over the long term. That type of reputation and integrity is a piece of building that reputation. So when you get a new opportunity or you make a new risk, uh, you take a new risk or you decide to to jump from one thing or another, it starts to make sense because other people are seeing these, you know, steps that you're taking this, you know, it's not all about public perception, but if you're thinking about it in terms of your career, it kind of is because you think about your resume that you're building, you know, when, when, when you don't sacrifice one thing for another, uh, when, when you, when you don't take shortcuts, when, your path is clear and it's like, oh, I can see when when the actions that you take, you know, within the context of a resume can start to make sense without knowing all the details. When the bullet points of your life is saying, oh, they went from step A, B, C, D, E, that makes a lot of sense. I can kind of imagine how those opportunities came about based on how you carry yourself in day to day life. For example, if, you know, I'm doing, you know, the Strong Calm podcast or and then I talk about, you know, I talk to people. I've been doing digital marketing for the, over five years. So when I tell somebody that I work at Group M7, people are, oh, yeah, that makes sense um, based on what I know from your you know past experience and what I've seen you do in the past. Put that in your own context. If somebody says, yeah, I'm going to go for my master's in art or I'm going to go um I'm going to go move to Maine or what have you, you know, it might make sense 
to some people based on your past experiences, those small actions that create the um, uh, bigger opportunities, you know, or it might just be a super action of volition, which we'll get into next week um, that, you know, upend what you've been doing because it's time for that 180 spin. But um, I hope that communicates. It's the core and it is the thing that's going to protect everything else. Um, and then you talk about the katana. The swordsmith then places the katana back into the fire to be heated to just below 1500 degrees. Any hotter and the sword might crack during the next step. And I just think that's interesting because integrity is going to be the thing that keeps you from cracking. Integrity is going to be the thing that keeps you from cracking um, because, you know, that that swordsmith knows the right amount of heat to apply. So got to learn the right amount of heat to apply um, so you can. Uh, so uh, you've got to know the right amount of heat to apply before you begin to crack. And um, when you get into that, you know, upper echelon of, of heat, when the, when the heat comes down, your integrity, your moral uprightness, your values are what's going to keep you from cracking. That's what's going to take you out of the heat. You might have to stay in the furnace a little bit, but that's what's going to take you out from from cracking uh, under the pressure. So that's all for the uh, for the katana. And I want to share something from Aristotle before we get out of here. Uh, thank you for spending some time with me on the podcast today. Um, this is uh, something from Aristotle from for everybody. Found this at a garage sale for like I don't know. It was probably like a dollar, but uh, it was a, a really interesting sequence of thought talking about. This is a sequence of thoughts where um, the, the question is, what do others have a right to expect from us? And then the author who summarizes Aristotle for everybody. So the author takes Aristotle's thoughts that can be kind of complex and hard to read and what have you and tries to make them more readable and a little bit more, uh, you know, uh, summarized, uh, summarizing the thoughts. And in this section, um, talking about what others have a right to expect from us, talking about the rights, um, Aristotle's rights. And uh, so I think the answer of the question is really great and paints a good picture um, of what integrity is all about. So what do others have a right to expect from us? That we keep the promises we make to them, that we tell them the truth whenever telling a lie would hurt them in some way that we return anything we have borrowed and promised to return, that we pay our debts to them, that we do not steal what belongs to them, that we do not injure their health, damage their bodies, or kill them, that we do not interfere with their freedom of action when their conduct in no way injures us, that we do not make false statements that would injure their reputation or give them a bad name. All these things and more of the same sort can be summed up by saying that others have a right to expect from us that we do nothing that might impede or obstruct their pursuit of happiness. Nothing that might interfere with or prevent their obtaining of or possessing the real goods they need to make good lives for themselves. I just thought that was an excellent, excellent little summary um, and, and train of thought that I wanted to share with you. Um, especially in the context of having integrity. So 
With that, that is the podcast for today. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe on whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. If you're listening via Anchor, I highly recommend downloading you know, Google Podcasts, uh, subscribing via iTunes, or doing Overcast, which is a, uh, a, a podcast app that I just downloaded. Um, otherwise, give a like to the Facebook page. Give a follow to the Instagram so you can stay informed about the next guests coming up and the next stuffs that I'm doing. I'm going to spend the rest of this morning editing a YouTube video. I'm on YouTube too. So, uh, oh, and don't forget, I've got stickers. I've got stickers. I've got stickers. And I'm going to give them away for free to podcast listeners. So if you've listened to this entire thing, you're the type of person that I really want to have this sticker and I want to give it to you for free. All you have to do, I am asking one thing, uh, is to enter your email on um, strongcom.substack.com. Um, anybody that's in that list of uh, currently like eight or something like that are on that list right now. Uh, I'm going to put your name in a hat or in a bowl or, or something like that and do a random drawing uh, for a sticker. And then I'm going to send it to you or get it to you in some way. So if you want a strong calm sticker, I hope you decide to uh, sign up for the newsletter. It's designed to be a monthly newsletter to give you all things strong calm. So anyway, thank you for listening. Uh, This has been a Strong Calm podcast on integrity. Uh, We're going to have a good conversation with Jared from True Vine Brewing Company um, tomorrow. And then uh, we're going to talk volition here in a couple weeks. So um, have an awesome rest of your day and we'll talk to you soon.